everyone. This is episode 588 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, February 11th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I'll be talking about not much at all, at least nothing that is new or noteworthy. I haven't played any more Apex Legends, but I did play some Realm Royale, and then I also went back and played Black Mirror, which has nothing to do with the TV show, but is a remake of an old PC adventure game, I believe. Uh, I, I played it around the time it came out, this remake on Xbox One, and I didn't like it. I still don't like it. It's still a janky mess. I don't know if they've ever updated it at all, but it's still a bit of a mess where characters the, the the character models will be positioned in one way but they're supposed to be positioned in another way and looking at another character and when they're having a conversation they'll be facing another direction but their eyes will be looking at them so they'll just look like their eyes are rolling in the back or the side of their head which is disturbing you know it's supposed to be somewhat disturbing in, in terms of the story and all that but it's disturbing on a whole different level because of that and just from a gameplay standpoint, it's a traditional adventure game where you go around, you interact with objects, you find information, clues, and you go about your business. It doesn't look that great. The environments are fine, but character models range from not terrible to God almighty, what am I looking at? But it's just... It's just another thing that I, I find funny, which also hasn't been fixed since it came out is that the subtitles and the spoken dialogue don't always match especially there there's one word in particular that is always different and, and sometimes and the, the thing about it is that in the spoken dialogue it's always different it's always this one specific word but in the subtitles it can be this word or that word it's not always replacing the same exact word which is weird but those don't always uh, fall into place sometimes the the spoken dialogue just won't come up and it'll be silent and yeah it's it's a mess of a game still i wasn't expecting it to be fixed i'm just playing it now to get through it so i can delete it because it's not a large game, but it's around 10 gigs, I think. So it, it's taking up space that could go to other games. Not that I'm at the uh, capacity for my hard drives. I, ha I have a bunch. I need to get a new one because I just I like having that cushion. Even though I currently have a cushion of I think about 3.3 gigabytes, I just I, I would I ideally I would love to have every game installed. But at the moment, I think I could do that, but it would be it would be getting close to the limit, especially sports games. There, there would be no reason to keep every sports game installed, but if I can, why not? Why not do it? So I've been playing that and not enjoying it, but just getting through it. And I also went back and played Realm Royale, as I said earlier in the show. And I really like that game. I think it might have officially launched for everyone because I got into the beta early. I think I signed up for it. I don't know. But 
I played a little bit of it when I first got the code and I jumped back into it this past weekend and had a blast. I really like the game. It's got a lot of what I like about Fortnite without the building and it is somewhat similar to Apex Legends in that you pick one of four classes. There's, I think, a soldier type class or I don't think he's called soldier, just like a big brute. Maybe a, 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 a something, a knight. I don't know. And then there's a assassin or stealth class, whatever, then a magey one and probably an archer. And they come with starting abilities, but you can swap these out as you make your way through the map and find new ones in chess and all that jazz. And I'm pretty sure the way weapons work is that you have unlimited ammunition and you just have to reload. So you have a magazine size for every weapon and you just have to reload. You don't have to worry about picking ammunition, <clears throat> which is nice and uh, something I appreciate. It, it's the most casual, friendly battle royale game that I've played. And I imagine of the ones out there that I haven't played, I don't know how many are out there that aren't. PUBG, Fortnite, Apex, Blackout, and uh, Realm Royale. I think there are there are smaller ones. I th I think there's one that's like Cuisine Royale or something that's all food based or some ridiculous jazz. But out of those, it's definitely most casual friendly and most inviting. Uh, the the time to kill is the longest of all of them. And the way armor works is that you just find potions to build up your armor. You can find abilities that will increase your armor. It's not about finding a shield, which is nice. Um, and I, I, it looks really nice. It's similar to Fortnite and having a more cartoony, colorful aesthetic, which I, I like. And it's just... It's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. You have a mount that you can call at any time to move around quickly. And it's also free, which is great. And if you haven't played it already, I would highly recommend checking it out if you're into Battle Royale games. If you're not, it might still be worth checking out because, as I said, it is the most casual friendly. So it's something that it could be easier to get, in, get into. And I think it's cross play which means you can play with friends on other consoles or at least i don't know xbox and pc who knows what the hell ps4 is going on or cross progress but yeah realm royale is a good time uh, and then other than that i jumped into hitman 2 again to see what was going on notice there's a new elusive target which is a, an interesting one this time where you have to find out the target's identity first, which I like. I like that a lot. And the, the the event is still ongoing. I hope it ends soon, and I hope when it ends, it removes the Hokkaido Trial DLC from my uh, list of Hitman 2 uh, DLC add-ons um, because I hate seeing that there. And if I want to download all if i deleted the game or something i wanted to install it all again if i were crazy enough to uh, delete hitman 2 it would download the Hokka the hokkaido level twice the the regular full version and then the stupid trial one that i got for downloading that dlc pack 
because I th- I'm not sure if you can. I'm I guess you can play the events without downloading the DLC pack, the free DLC. But I always do it anyway, and I think they might come with outfits or something. I don't know. I think there's a reason to download those, but that's pretty much all I've played. It was a busy weekend. And yeah, news-wise, before I get to movies, though this is movies-related, I did watch the teaser, the TV spot for the new live-action Aladdin movie, and I think it looks like shit. Uh, I was I was not on board the whole time, though until Will Smith came out as the genie, I was like, whatever, just another live-action uh, Disney movie based on one of their animated films because they make money even though they're garbage. I, I don't think any of them have been great. I think they've been okay at best. I, th- I think Cinderella was somewhat interesting, but I still didn't enjoy it. And Maleficent was nice in that it was focusing on the character who didn't have their own animated feature, unless I'm wrong in that in that sense. Like Beauty and the Beast, I think is terrible. The Alice movies, I'm not even going to watch them. I don't see any point because they're Tim Burton, and Tim Burton has been garbage for a while now, and that is post Tim Burton's turning into garbage. So, no desire to see those. Jungle Book was fine, but I prefer the animated uh, film way more. And then, of course, Lion King is not live action. I hate. I just hate that from a. I just hate the fact that they call it live action when it's not live action. But the Aladdin one was like, okay, whatever. It's what I've come to expect from these. And then Will Smith's genie came out, and it's hard. No, No one can compare to Robin Williams as the genie. And I wasn't expecting that, but just the few words you said and the way you said them, it just came across so stupid. Um, but I'm sure plenty of people will love it. And younger folk will probably love it. You know, it's, it I think these, these live-action movies are not made for adults who grew up with the animated features. I don't think they are. I don't know anyone my age who loved the animated features growing up who is excited for all these. Um, I'm, I'm sure there are, but... I personally don't know any of them. But, yeah, that's it, news-wise, really. Moving on to what I watched and then wrapping this short show up. Um, But before I get to all that, I I am planning to play Resident Evil, the first one, very soon for the next Attack the Backlog game. And it is... It is daunting just from a uh, a planning standpoint in that I look at it, I know the only way to save is through ink ribbons, and that alone is making me question everything. I, I'm so terrified of that save system and losing progress. I hate losing progress. I don't want to lose a bunch of progress. I don't know how many ink ribbons are on, are in the game how often you find them if you find them way more when playing on easy i'm probably going to play on easy but i'm just i'm very concerned about that and i don't want to 
be too nervous about picking up. I just, the save system is not something I'm looking forward to. But uh, that's for another podcast, literally another podcast, months down the line. But going back to what I've watched, I, I watched some of Widows, about 45 minutes of that, and then I checked out. It just did nothing for me. I, I found nothing about it particularly interesting, which is disappointing since it takes place in Chicago. But it just did absolutely nothing for me. I rewatched a few Wes Anderson movies that I was not sure of in terms of whether or not I really liked them. Rushmore and Moonrise Kingdom. Rushmore, I just... There, there are things I like about it and, and moments I like in it, but overall I don't think it is a great picture. Uh, in part because I, I really don't like the main character. Well, that, what the hell is his name? It's not Schmitty. Schmitty, it might be... I, fe- I think I watched something with Schmitty, but I don't think that was his name. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. And then Moonrise Kingdom surprised me i enjoyed it way more this time which may not be saying much because the last time i watched it i fucking hated it so i don't know what changed if i was just in the wrong frame of mind when i first watched it but i enjoyed it quite a bit this go around it's not without its faults but overall i did enjoy it which was a pleasant surprise given how bad I remember the taste being in my mouth the the first time I watched it. I started watching On the Waterfront, haven't finished it, but that's pretty good. Um, And yeah, catching up on movies, watch some old ones. Uh, I finally got around to watching The Hunt, which is this... Is it Swedish? I don't know. It's this movie that I, I believe was nominated for Best Foreign Language Film. Starring Mads Mikkelsen, who you know from um, Hannibal and Casino Royale and other. He was in Rogue One, etc. And it's about a teacher, a kindergarten teacher, who is accused of doing something inappropriate with one of his students and follows him as he's dealing with the accusations and what life becomes for him and i think it was really well done uh, with that kind of sensitive subject matter they handled it really well and i really it's weird to say i enjoyed it because it's just saying i oh, i enjoyed a movie about uh, a teacher being accused of doing something inappropriate with a what six-year-old kid is that how old kids are in kindergarten i don't remember um but it was it was really well done i was uh very happy that it met my expectations my high expectations given how much acclaim there was for it and spoilers in case you do watch it uh, not that i think this is too spoiler but i i like the end a lot too where they're going out hunting after his son turns 16, I believe. And it's like, you know, a big thing that when they hit that age to go out for the first hunt. And it ends with 
Mads, the, the father, getting shot at. He he isn't hit. You know, it's clearly not meant to hit him, but to just scare him. And I really liked that and having it end on that note because it, prior to that, everyone was sort of uh, back to their old ways. You know, they they all accepted him. Everyone's like, you know, they you know friends were hugging him again and everything, and everything seemed like it was back to normal. But having it end that way is a reminder that when that happens, when someone is accused, regardless of how it ends up turning out, if they're cleared of all the charges, if the evidence is, um, you know, very clearly showing that they're innocent, that they've, they've done nothing, they will always have that stigma with them. In some people's eyes, they will always be guilty, and that will never leave them. You know, if if someone is accused of this or that, regardless of how it turns out, there will always be people who believe that they're guilty. You know, because in, in many cases, while it, it, we say you know it's innocent before proven innocent until proven guilty. Uh, many people look at it the other way around, guilty until proven innocent. So uh, I really like that. Ending. Very good movie. The Hunt uh, with Mads Mikkelsen. And other than that, I don't know. I don't think I watched anything else. I mean, there's, that's plenty. But uh, yeah, I, I think that is a good place to end this here episode. It's, been, it's a weird one to record because I am looking into the camera today and I did shave last night on a whim and when I say I shaved I mean I shaved my beard off I did not trim it I am clean shaven that is I have stubble but I am clean shaven as I'll ever be and I don't feel great about it I never feel great about it but I don't feel great with a beard anymore it seems so I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with all that but it is what it is. Nobody cares who's listening. Uh, <laughs> anywho, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Cusinez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash sausage and check them out there. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it all out over there. If you see something you like, Click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and everything that we do, uh, I don't know why you would, but you know, if you do, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. And as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.